0: AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com.
1: Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. Coming up later in the show, we have another installment of Design Handbook with Jim Hall, but now let's get to the news. And say, whatever happened to sales of EVs and plug-ins in the American market last month? After growing strong all year, they plummeted in September, down over 27%, based on Ward's numbers, and it involved all the major players. Sales of the Volt dropped 47%, the Prius plug-in fell 35%, the Tesla S was down 20%, and the Leaf 19%. Maybe strong sales in August pulled sales out of September, but this is an unexpected and significant drop. For the year, sales of EVs and plugins are up 48%, but they only account for 0.7% of the market. Speaking of the Tesla S, one of them caught fire yesterday after being involved in an accident. But even though the fire was caused by an accident, it was enough to spook investors who drove down Tesla's stock price by 6%, its biggest one-day drop. It may have also been hurt by a downgrade of the stock by one analyst at the Robert W. Baird Company. Even so, at one point, the stock was down 9%, but recovered some of that by the end of the trading day. The Detroit Free Press reports that Chrysler is going to reduce production of the SRT Viper, and reassigned some of the employees from the assembly plant where it's made to other plants in the company. When the new Viper debuted, Chrysler hoped to sell $2,000 a year, but so far this year, it has only sold 426. That compares to 7,800 Corvettes and even 600 Audi R8s, just to give you an idea of the scale for comparison. I think one reason for the slow sales could be the price. The last generation Viper started at $83,000, the new one starts at $100,000, and maybe that was just too big of a price jump for a lot of buyers. We're getting some reports out of Germany that Audi is going to move forward with production of its Q1 crossover. It shares a platform with the company's own A1 and Volkswagen's Polo, and would slide in behind the Q3. The crossover could end up looking more like the handsome, cross-lane coupe concept that Audi showed off last year at Paris, because it was said to show the design language of a future generation of Q models. We especially like the treatment on the headlights and hope that makes it into production. Look for the Q1 to arrive sometime in 2016. You know, we only recently got our chance to check out Ram's Promaster commercial van, but one company has already completed upfitting the vehicle. Famous RV supplier Winnebago has actually converted the van into two different versions called the Trend and the Travato. The Travato is a smaller Class B motorhome that measures just under 21 feet and has amenities like a double bed, full bath, kitchen and dinette. While the Trend is a larger Class C motorhome that comes in at 24 feet long and comes in two different floor plans. They're powered by Chrysler's 3.6-liter Pentastar V6. But wouldn't it make more sense to come with the already available diesel engine? We sure think so. Hey, coming up next, Jim Hall takes us back into the world of automotive design terminology. And this time he has a lesson that's sure to stick to your ribs. Design Handbook gets into the anatomy of bone lines right after this.
0: There's so much to love about Bridgestone's Dueler tires. The amazing traction, the quiet, comfortable ride, and they're really tough. It's like loving three tires in one.
1: When you consider character lines of a car, you might be thinking of creased sheet metal, the sort of line that you might draw with a single stroke of a pen when sketching on paper. But as Jim Hall explains in the latest edition of Design Handbook, a vehicle's bone line is more substantial than that. Here's Jim.
0: The term bone line is almost ubiquitous in the design community. It refers to the shoulder or the fender line of the body of a car when it runs effectively uninterrupted the full length of the body side. Think of the kind of bone you'd give your dog Gidget to keep her quiet. It's a surface that transitions from horizontal to vertical and again runs the full length of the car. For example, on this 2014 Cadillac CTS, we've highlighted the bone line with this snazzy full color graphic. This entire surface we're showing you is the bone line. On pre-war cars like 39 Buick, the term really wasn't applicable what with those proud and quite separate fenders. Now with the advent of the 1948 Packard, pre-war streamlining came to the modern production sedan. Unlike earlier models from the once great luxury car maker, the line from the front fender top to the end of the rear fender was absolutely unbroken. The sheer sided envelope look appeared in earnest with the arrival of the precedent setting 1949 Ford. Separate fenders were but a memory with this simple and near timeless design. Over the intervening six decades plus, the bone lines evolved, gaining a little kink on some cars, even sprouting a kind of hip on others. One significant car from the mid 1960s, Oldsmobile's groundbreaking Tornado, eschewed the bone line altogether. One of the strongest examples of this characteristic, the bone line that is, on a recent vehicle, appeared on the first generation Mercedes Benz CLS. It's still spectacular and in my far from humble opinion, visually much superior to its successor. And there you have it, the straight skinny on bone lines, automotively speaking that is. For Autoline
1: Design Handbook, I'm Jim Hall. Do you have a curious design term rattling around in that skull of yours? Well, send Jim an email at viewermail at autoline.tv and be sure to check out the entire design handbook series on our website autoline.tv or by looking for the AutoLine Network on YouTube. And don't forget to join us for AutoLine After Hours tonight when our guest will be David Leone, the head of all performance luxury vehicles at General Motors. Please get any questions or comments that you might want to pose to Dave, and of course send them again to ViewerMail at AutoLine.tv. And a programming note here for those of you who watch our shows at a later time, our server will be down Friday night through early Saturday morning. But then we'll be back online. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching.